everyone. You're listening to Save Me an Isle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts, Amber and Kylie. Hi. Hello. Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Hello. And on this week's episode, we're going over Anything Goes. So Anything Goes, music and lyrics by Cole Porter, book by Guy Bolton and P.G. Wodehouse, and then later revised by Howard Lindsay and Russell Krauss. So the story features the antics on board an ocean liner headed from New York to London, and it contains an heiress, a lord, a nightclub singer, a stowaway, and more. Oh, So we have man. shenanigans. Anything does go in this show. <laughs> yes. Anything and anyone. So the idea for a musical set on an ocean liner came from producer Vinton Friedley, who was living on a boat at the time to avoid creditors in the U.S., <laughs> sure. Hmm. Whatever nice. works. So he selected the writing team and the star, Ethel Merman. Heck yeah. The show was originally called Crazy Week, and then it was called Hard to Get, and then it was finally called Anything Goes. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. All right. Okay. Sure. So the show originally featured a bomb threat, a shipwreck, and human trafficking on a desert island. Uh, wow. But... <laughs> Right before the show opened, there was a fire on board a passenger ship, the SS Morrow Castle, and 138 people died. Hmm. Uh, so oh. they, <laughs> they oh. decided that to continue the show as is would be in poor taste, so they changed yeah. it. That's fair. <laughs> However, historian Lee Davis says that the script was changed not because of that, but just because it was a hopeless mess to begin with. So, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think the other story well, is cooler, but... I mean, they probably thought it sounded cooler, too, other than our first one sucked, so. Yeah. So, it had its Broadway debut at the Alvin Theater on November 21st, 1934. It ran for 420 performances and was the fourth longest-running musical of the 1930s, despite the impact of the Great Depression, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. It moved to the West End's Palace Theater on June 14th, 1935, and ran for 261 performances. In 1936, Paramount Pictures turned Anything Goes into a movie musical starring Ethel Merman and Bing Crosby. Awesome. In 1954, Ethel Merman reprised her role in a live television version of the show, co-starring with Frank Sinatra. Cool. Mm -hmm. It retained some of the original songs and setting, but had a somewhat different plot. This version was released on DVD in 2011, and I need to find it. Mm -hmm. A second film came out in 1956 after being drastically rewritten, starring Zizi Jean-Mer, Mitzi Gaynor, Donald O'Connor, and again, Bing Crosby. Because he's great. Yeah. The Bingster. The <laughs> Bingster. <laughs> All right. Yikes. The show was revived off-Broadway in May of 1962 at the Orpheum Theater. This production added several changes from the movie versions, as well as songs from Porter's other shows, such as It's Still Lovely and Friendship. The show was revived again in 1987, reordering the musical number and rescoring it for a 16-piece swing band playing on stage. Oh. oh. It's pretty swanky. Hmm. Oh. It opened at the Vivian Beaumont Theater in Lincoln Center and ran for 784 performances. Elaine Page, a British actress and singer, saw the 1987 production and wanted to bring it to London, and so she co-produced it with her then-partner, Tim Rice. It opened in July of 1989 at the Prince Edward Theatre. The show transferred to Australia that same year. And then in April of 2002, a one-night-only concert performance was performed at the Vivian Beaumont Theatre. 
The show was revived again in 2002, running at the Olivier Theatre from December 2002 to March 2003. It transferred to the Theatre Royale in September 2003 and ran for almost another year until August 2004. Again, the show was revived in April 2011 at the Stephen Sondheim Theatre and, after being extended twice, finally closed on July 8th, 2012. Nice. A U.S. national tour ran from October 2012 and went through more than 25 major cities. In 2015, a U.K. and Ireland tour ran from January to May. An Australian revival was announced and ran from June 2015 to November 2015. A high-profile co-production between the Gateway Playhouse and the Agunquit Playhouse ran from May to June 2016 using sets and costumes from the 2011 revival. Cool beans. So the show was revived again nice. just this year. Ooh, woohoo! Well, just last year. Huh. Wise. Oh, yeah. Because I forget that it's a new year now. <laughs> it opened at the Barbican Theater in London on July 23rd and ran until November 6th, 2021. The show was filmed and streamed in over 450 regional cinemas at the beginning of December. Oh. I'm sad nice. I missed that. What the heck? I mean, we don't live in London. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how dare How dare they? <laughs> the show is set to go on a UK and Ireland tour next. Fingers crossed nice. for that one. There are at least 15 recordings of this production, because there's clearly been a whole lot of uh, shows. So <laughs> we are working off of the 2011 revival recording starring Sutton Foster and Joel Grey. Yeah, it's, that's the one I'm familiar with. Yeah. Overall, Anything Goes has won six Tony Awards, eight Drama Desk Awards, one Laurence Olivier Award, four Outer Critics Circle Awards, and one Astaire Award. Oh. So it's a pretty sparkly personal connection uh, our high school did this one back in the day uh, oh. i was on the props crew for it so i was backstage it was a whole lot of fun to produce although fun little story for you guys so we had a snafu one night where we were missing one of our major characters like right before the show oh. so oh, one of oops. the sailors had to step up into the role with only right before the show to prepare oh my oh. yep that is the worst it was terrifying but it actually ended up going decently well so good Fake it till you make it, all right? Yeah. It was a good show, though. I vaguely remember watching that one. Do you? <laughs> uh-huh. Good. I did not. I think I that. liked it. Good. <laughs> I think I might have liked it. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So with that background out of the way, are we ready to hop on board into this, this show on Act 1? Sure. Well, this isn't where we make the jokes. I wasn't I... ready. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was going to say, let's walk the plank into Act 2. Well, we can still save that. Good. <laughs> Good, I'm gonna. <laughs> Completely different vessel, but whatever. <laughs> yes. Act 1. Let's go. Billy Crocker helps his boss, Elisha J. Whitney, prepare for his trip to London. Eli mentions to Billy that he's about to make a huge sale. Billy goes to see his friend, nightclub singer Reno Sweeney. She's about to go on the same boat to London. Reno tries to convince Billy to join her, but he refuses. She sings a song about unrequited love, and that's I Get a Kick Out of You. Aww. Billy tells Reno that he's fallen in love with someone else. Angry, she yells at him, believing that he led her on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he leaves, and she sings of her feelings for him, which is I Get a Kick Out of You reprise, and it is not on the soundtrack. Um. I feel like this song is, like, played... Other places other than Broadway. It's a pretty popular one, I think. Yeah. The next morning, the crew of the SS American prepare to set sail. In the song, there's no cure like travel slash bon voyage. I agree. <laughs> Let's travel, guys. Yes. Go on a cruise. Cruise. Reno boards the ship along with debutante Hope Harcourt, her wealthy fiance, Lord Evelyn Oakley, and her mother, Evangeline. 
Evangeline set Hope and Lord Oakley up in order to resolve their family's financial issues. Eli, it seems, likes Evangeline. Billy comes to speak to Eli and we learn that he is in love with Hope. Man, there's a lot. There's a lot already. Mm-hmm. So proper. He decides to stay on the ship in order to pursue her. Also sneaking on board is public enemy number 13. Ooh. Oh. Oh. A.K.A. Moonface Martin, who is disguised as a priest. Sure. Mm-hmm. Why has he got a moon face? No one knows. With him is Irma, the girlfriend of public enemy number one, a.k.a. Snake Eyes Johnson. Oh. <laughs> I love this already. <laughs> <laughs> Billy helps Moonface evade the FBI, accidentally, of course, and he returns the favor by giving Billy Snake Eyes ticket. With everyone on board, the ship leaves the dock. Oh, Lord. Shenanigans. <laughs> and we've only just begun. Yep. Later that night, Billy bumps into Reno. She encourages them to go after his real love, but Billy expresses his worries that Hope won't want to be with him. But Reno builds up his confidence, and he returns the favor, and they sing back and forth with each other in the song You're the Top, which is a lot of fun. I love this song. Yeah. Billy scares off a seasick Evelyn so he can get Hope alone in the song Easy to Love. Hope admits that she returns Billy's feelings, but she must keep her engagement and marry Evelyn. Once he leaves, though, she thinks about him, and the song So Easy to Love reprise. Meanwhile, Eli sings about his excitement for the trip and tries to invite Evangeline to spend the night with him, but she turns him down. This is a story of everyone getting turned down. (laughs) Yes. In the crew song. Uh, Moonface and Irma are visited by Billy, but he hides when the captain comes in and states that he's looking for Snake Eyes Johnson, who he believes is Billy. (laughs) Oops. The next morning, a quartet of sailors sing about the joy of seeing women as they come ashore. In the song, there'll always be a lady fair. Sure. Gross. Yep. Cool. Irma steals a seaman's clothes to disguise Billy. Reno encounters her old friend Moonface, and Evelyn reveals himself to be a huge fan of him. Sure. Great. Evelyn invites Reno to his room later that night. Moonface convinces her to seduce Evelyn so that they can blackmail him and break up the engagement. Reno agrees, and they sing about what great friends they are until they end up in an argument. The song Friendship. <laughs> that sounds real. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The attempted blackmail turns into a failure. Reno and Evelyn find themselves truly liking each other. Ah. Yeah. Plot twist. Billy and Moonface try to make Evangeline think that Evelyn is a madman, only for Hope to come in and reveal Billy's identity. The crew chases him while Reno chides Hope for chasing away the man she loves. Hope breaks into tears. Billy comes to serenade her, and they dance and kiss in It's Still Lovely. There is so much going on. (laughs) (laughs) That's how the show goes. Anything goes. And high schoolers did this. Yeah, that is wild. Yep. It sounds like it. It sounds like high school. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just starting to realize that I like know all of these songs, but not in the context of the show. Like I just <laughs> heard all of them at one point. Huh. It's all yeah. starting to make sense or not make any sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the songs are definitely not. The songs don't really show the plot. So they're nice songs, yeah. but they're like extraneous to what's actually going on, honestly. So right. <laughs> you don't really get a whole lot of story from the songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the next morning, Hope fails to tell her mother about her true love, and Billy is apprehended by the crew. Whoops. Whoops. Uh-oh. <laughs> the captain releases Billy to appease the celebrity-crazed passengers, because that's, you know, yeah, what you should yeah. do. But just as he is basking in the fame of being a gangster, Moonface blows his own cover. Oh, yep. So Hope, upset, walks away while Reno leads the ship in a big tap dance number, which is Anything Goes. That's the name of the show. 
Hey. What? Hey. Hey. <laughs> and that's the end of Act One. Awesome. Well, I'm confused. How about everyone else? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right there with you. I've seen it and I don't get it. I I feel like I I would have to see this one for it to make sense because. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot and there's a lot of names and there's also confused identities and a bunch of different love triangles, so. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's it sounds it sounds like a lot of fun, but wow. Yeah. But hey, man, <laughs> anything goes. <laughs> so summary so far: Billy likes Hope. Hope is engaged to Evelyn. Evelyn likes Reno. Who is a man? Not Reno. Evelyn. Reno is a woman. Evelyn is a man. Yeah, that's what I meant. There is no gayness in this one. Sad face. Sad face. But in my rendition, that, Evelyn yeah, I was about is a to woman. say it's going to be in the Amber remake. <laughs> in my headcanon, Evelyn is a lady. I need to see this written down in chart form. We just need a tree, a tree of relationships. Yeah, it's kind of a, a lot. Graph. I need a graph, a chart. Because Evangeline is Hope's mom. And Eli is Billy's boss, and Eli likes Evangeline. Okay. Sure. Everyone likes people that they're not currently with, is the summary here. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Drama. Yes. High school drama. Pretty much. Except they're all adults. But there's a big tap dance, so it's fun. I, I do like big tap dance. Yes. And I think I think um, anything goes. That song, that tap dance number with Sutton Foster, was played at one of the Tonys, if I yes. remember correctly. Yeah, she's fantastic, and the performance has been given a lot of good reviews. In that, it's not like shows where like the main character is singing and standing off to the side, and like everyone else is dancing. Like she's tap dancing and singing along with literally everyone else on stage, and that's talent. Yeah, no, thank you. I would not want to do that. Nope. Ever. But yeah, so so far so confusing. But I am curious. I, yeah, I'm curious to see how this one ends. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll have to if it does find a copy of it and have a movie night. <laughs> yes, we will. We will have to watch it. I agree. But how about some factoids, Kylie? Factoids. In 1934, the average Broadway ticket price was 3.30. Oh. Based on the number of seats and performances, it could be concluded that the total revenue for the show at the time was about a million dollars. But for the 2011 revival, the total revenue was $47.3 million. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine paying $3 for a Broadway ticket? God, yes, I would please. pay for that Oh price. my God. <laughs> please. Man, we, could, we could afford to get some soda pops with that one, too. <laughs> even if they do charge like 10 bucks per drink. We might even be able to afford to, you know, stay in New York for a tiny bit if the price is only three thirty. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> New York, Broadway, would you like to sponsor us? <laughs> that, that'd be amazing. And another fun fact, Anything Goes has been referenced numerous times in pop culture, including Blazing Saddles, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Family Guy, Gilmore Girls, Fallout 3 and 4, Mission Impossible, a Toyota RAV4 commercial, and so much more. Yep, and I can definitely attest to the Fallout 3 and 4 because it plays on the radio. That song, Anything Goes, specifically. Yep. Hmm. Not the exact same style, but... Yeah. It's sung by someone else. Yeah, I'm listening to it now and I was like, hey, I know this. (laughs) Wait a second. What? (laughs) 
Are we ready to shove off that too? I don't know, we're already kind of shoved off. <laughs> I don't know. Are we ready to get even more confused in Act 2? Always. Ray, grab your life jacket. Ready to go full sail into Act 2? Or full hey. sails? It doesn't have sails. You know what? Full steam ahead into Act 2. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> toot toot, we boat. <laughs> toot toot, boat. <laughs> All right. So everyone on the ship has gathered to honor Billy as public enemy number one. Because this is, like, uh, the most exciting thing to happen in these people's lives. So, like, they're just going to celebrate it? Honor him. I don't know, man. <laughs> sure. I don't know. And then after trying to get Billy and Hope together unsuccessfully, Reno begins her performance. She asks the passengers to confess their sins. Uh, Evelyn tells everyone about the time that he had casual sex with a Chinese woman named Plum Blossom. Okay. Yep. Then, Reno performs a lively gospel number, Blow Gabriel Blow, as she declares farewell Satan and that she has seen the light. Sure. Sure, man. Yep. Farewell Satan. Yep, she literally sings. Farewell Satan, farewell. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. This is a weird song. So the passengers try to convince Billy to confess. And so he reveals that he is not Snake Eyes Johnson, and he <gasps> apologizes to Hope. Moonface tries and fails to defend him. Both are arrested and thrown into the brig. Uh, <laughs> I love how he's thrown into the brig after revealing that he's not a criminal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm innocent. Lock him up anyway. Some <laughs> ladies really like the bad boys. It's true. true. It's true. So Evangeline moves the wedding up to the next day. And Hope realizes that her chance at true love is over in the song Goodbye, oh. Little Dream, Goodbye. Oh, no. Sad face. Moonface tries to cheer up Billy by telling him to be like the bluebird in the song Be Like the Bluebird. Oh, wow. Uh, Who would have guessed on that one? <laughs> Not me. Irma visits them to deliver a letter from Hope where she confesses her feelings for Billy. The pair sings from their separate spots on the ship, expressing their love in the song All Through the Night. Reno meets with Evelyn on the deck. He admits that he doesn't love Hope. He loves her instead. But he has a sense of honor and won't break off the engagement. Reno points out that he's already had an affair with the Chinese woman. As she prods, Evelyn reveals his Romani ancestry. He's got a bit of a wild side. He shows his feelings for her, and she shows hers for him, and they dance passionately in the song Gypsy and Me. Argentine tango? Also, using your heritage is not a good excuse to cheat on people. Nope. That's not okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm loyal, won't break off the engagement, but I'll have my affairs, don't you worry. Right. Priorities, alright? Also, two Chinese passengers are thrown into the brig for gambling. Rena goes to see her friends in the brig and tells them that she and Evelyn have fallen in love. Billy and Moonface steal the Chinese passengers' clothes and masquerade as them when they are released an hour later. The three plan on stopping the wedding. Yep. Yep. What's with this, like... That just happened. Sub-Chinese story, where things are just happening to... <laughs> They're just happening. Chinese yep. people. It's just kind of happening. So on deck, Irma is proposed to by all of the sailors that she has slept with while on the cruise. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> must be great. However, she turns them all down and warns them that she is not easily pleased in the song A Buddy Beware. Wow. What a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Her boyfriend's not there, so I guess it doesn't matter. Uh... <laughs> and that makes it better. Yeah. It's on international waters, so yeah, exactly. anything goes. Hey. Guys, oh, obviously. Yeah. Wink wink. Wink yes. wonk. So the wedding starts. 
but is interrupted by Reno, Billy, and Moonface, all wearing Chinese clothing. <laughs> they claim that Reno is Plum Blossom, the woman Evelyn had an affair with, although they act as if she is a princess who has been dishonored by Evelyn. Oh my god. Yes. Moonface, though, accepts Eli's bribe to leave, almost ruining the ruse, but Hope intervenes, saying that the only way for Evelyn to right his wrong is to offer her to Plum Blossom's relative. Aww. So Evelyn goes along with this, giving Hope to Billy and then proposing to Reno. And the ruse is exposed. What, um, what is happening? <laughs> crack. Everyone's on crack. Maybe you have okay. to be on crack to We're not done yet, guys. There's more. We are, we are not done. Hold on to your boots. I think I'm done. <laughs> Callie just leaves. Bye. Feel free to leave a rating on Apple. <laughs> Evangeline is distraught over the idea of being poor, but then Eli proposes to her. He is going to be rich after his Wall Street sale goes through. Sure. But their happiness is cut short when Billy reveals that he never actually made the sale. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> big, big broke. Evangeline almost leaves Eli, but then a wire comes through saying that the stock that wasn't sold is now worth a lot more money. So he is richer than before. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Which makes it okay. <laughs> And then all three couples sing together as they get married and the whole ship celebrates in the song finale. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that ending had so many twists. It's a bendy straw. It's a bendy straw. So we had a lot going on and it ended up with three marriages at the end. Uh-huh. Sure. So um, how how do we feel? Confused. I'm still so confused. <laughs> I mean, my life seems very tame now. Like, I, I guess. Yes. Like, stories gotta wrap up in these musicals and they only have a certain amount of time. But it's just like, what? <laughs> Why did they have to add in the whole extra Chinese princess ruse when it was just gonna get revealed to be a ruse in like two seconds anyway? Like, they could just been like, psych bud, um, I, I don't want to get married to you. Because you also don't want to get married to me. The end. <laughs> that would have been too easy. <laughs> Apparently. Odd. Okay. All right. Yep. So, confusing. Uh, I think we all will have to sit down and actually watch this to really figure out what the heck we just listened to. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the music is good. It's and a lot well of fun. Known. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very fun. Much tap dance. Yes. The tippy taps. I mean, I can see probably why it did really well because it's so extra and over the top and the music is like super catchy. Mm -hmm. You know, like the music will definitely carry this odd storyline for sure. <laughs> but I am curious to watch it. Yeah, I've been down for movie night. If Or if Broadway wants to let us see the show for $3.30, we will go watch it. <laughs> yeah. Honor your previous prices. <laughs> I have a coupon. <laughs> We'll go see it if it's available. For sure. sure. Neat. Yes. Also, do I see you have a little extra fact for us, Amber? Yes. I just wanted to make sure we got everything else out of the way. I'm just Any confused. other comments? Okay. So, quick thing worth noting. The G word, G-Y-P-S-Y, is being phased out in theater and everywhere, as it should be. The term is an ethnic slur, referring to the Roma people. Mm -hmm. So, please be aware of that. Even though it is used in the context of this show, the word does have a messy and important history. It is considered a very insulting word, and we don't support that. And, of course, there are several instances of racism in Anything Goes, as I'm sure you caught, <laughs> uh, both with yeah. this and with the portrayal and fetishization of Chinese people. 
not good things. Shows, it was weird. It's an sure. old show, but that doesn't make it okay. Um, so it is important to recognize and criticize those things when looking at theater that you may otherwise enjoy. Yeah, so we, we've talked about, you know, things like that in other shows. Yeah. Like, we do cover older shows, and a lot of the stuff is not okay now. Yeah. So just keep just keep that in mind when you do, it, when you do you know, take in this kind of media. You know, it, it might not be politically correct, and we are aware of that, and we don't support how it was written, that kind of deal. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm glad you put that in there. So I was like, I haven't, I haven't seen that word in a long time. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the weird, the weird thing with the Chinese, like, yeah, what, what was up with that? <laughs> unnecessary and done poorly. <laughs> yeah, I think the author just really liked the Chinese people. I guess I don't know. Yeah, who, who knows? I don't. I do not know. So interesting, but yeah, it's good to address those things, call out things that are icky now. It is okay to do that while still appreciating the good parts of it mm-hmm. as we did. Yeah. So I think, I think that's going to be it. I think that's going to be it for this one. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Neat. Get off this boat. Ahoy. Get off the boat. Be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever you're listening to podcasts. This ensures that you'll get our episodes as soon as they're posted. And it's just nice. And we like it. It'd be really cool. So we would like it. Do it. You know, it'd also be really cool. If you're on Apple and you leave us a five-star review. Yeah. It helps boost us up in the numbers. And now you can leave reviews on Spotify. So leave us a five-star review there too, please. Yes, we would really appreciate it. And of course, the best way to help us is via word of mouth. So please tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, and, and everyone else to get a wider audience to us. It's really cool if you like go on a cruise and tell all the cruise people because they're trapped on the ship with you and they can't escape. So just <laughs> keep talking about it. Keep talking. So download all of our episodes before you go on vacation, so you don't, you know, use your data, and then you just blast it over the loudspeakers. Yeah. Commandeer yeah. the boat. Commandeer the boat. Anything goes. Obviously. It's international waters. <laughs> if someone asks you to help them with their phone, put our podcast on their phone. Just, just put it on there. Also, it would be absolutely delightful and delovely if you would reach out to us. Best way you can do that is to email us at savemeanowseat at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter at savemeanowseat, on Facebook at savemeanowseat, on Instagram at savemeanowseat, or on YouTube under the Ragtag Network. All over the place. Even in international waters. Yes. And if you want to know about more shows and things that we got going on, you can go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. It helps you keep track of all the stuff we got going on and other things we're doing. And you can see our merch, which uh, is really cool and we like it a lot. So go check that out. But I believe that will wrap us up for this episode of Save Me and I'll See. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye. Get off the boat. Get off my boat. Thank you for listening to this episode of Save Me an Aisle Seat. If you'd like to support us, you can check out our Ko-Fi at www.ko-fi.com ragtagnetwork. For more episodes and shows like this, go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. This show is brought to you by the Ragtag Network.